Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's find it hard to believe tonight in a curiously well-kept house built before I was born. This year, we're going to stamp out the sorry feeling. Rain on summer vacation, five blocks from Castromora Station. Fuck the ride home if I can't find two bills to rub together before Okay, well, uh, this is the first pot of a new era, uh, as we just discussed, Pierce, you are, are now in a place where you can finally uh, take a rest and, and know that uh, you won't have to deal with any more cumbersome winning. Yeah, the yoke of success is really, I, I mean, you have to live through it to understand it, and the people that say, you, you know shame on you for 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 saying that winning is hard you just don't you just don't understand what it's like to win i mean washington dc known title town at least all the teams <laughs> with names are winners um you actually have to win to get a name i know that there is a team in washington now that that had it was so is so terrible that they had to they, they took their name away one because it was offensive and two because they are so awful from top to bottom that that they don't deserve a name at all. So um, all the name teams in Washington are winners, basically, at this point. Do you realize that uh, children born in, like, 2017 in the general Virginia, D.C. area will have, n- like, have no conception of the, the former iteration of Washington as a sports city, a, a land of <laughs> comical chokers? uh you know it's 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 funny and you know we're actually going to discuss sports today so this is totally fine but uh i was my my doctor who was who was delivering me was actually late that day because he went to a washington professional football team playoff game and and they won the playoff game and i swear until i was like 25 years old that was the only time well brad johnson (laughs) won a playoff game but certainly until like there was a full other decade before they won a new uh, another playoff game. But that that's <laughs> you have to be old to know about that at this at this point. Yeah, was um, that with Mark Brunel? Uh, no, 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 I think I think it was probably with uh, uh, like Mark Rippin was probably the quarterback when, wow. when I was born or something. Uh, or um, it was definitely post Doug Williams. Uh, yeah, Mark Rippin now a successful congressperson, I think. So, well, sure, whatever. Anyway, uh, you know, we're we're all Virginia basketball fans, and so I think we've we've kind of all uh, been in, indulging uh, in the fact that our team, uh, which won the national championship last college basketball season, mm-hmm. or two, really two seasons ago now, uh, never had to relinquish the title that they won. Because the season was cut short, uh, I can't imagine. I can't like. I can't put my finger on why, though. Uh, there, it's not like there's been some gigantic global event that's thrown like the entire human way of life into chaos. Murder hornets. Oh, oh yeah, that's the one. I forgot about the murder hornets. No, it's it's the pandemic dummies, uh, and and so now I think Pierce. You and Kevin are are getting ready to live in a world where you can actually claim a second multi-year championship. 
Uh, yeah, so so Kevin, you know, I'll, I'll let you take the floor here a little bit because um, you you came to me with a proposition the other day, which I think since we discussed it, the the uh, conditions for it have changed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so I was uh, all jazzed up for MLB reopening day, which is personally something I never care about. I never check in on the MLB season until late August. Um, and even then I really only care about the local sports team. Um, well, they're now still in the Nats, even though it's not my local sports team. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, well, let's get the single team package. Like I can get it. I'm not, I'm now out of market so I can watch all the games. It's going to be a 60 game season. It's going to be fun. And, um, well, either it was going to be fun or I was going to check out after a week, but it seems like the, <laughs> the new thing that's going to happen is that the season will just be canceled very quickly and the Nats will get to be, I guess, champions again. Yeah. So, so as, since we, we kind of talked about discussing this this morning and since then, speaking of checking out the season, uh, the Nats have checked out of the, or have voted to check out of their weekend series against the Marlins because, um, you, you know, this is an unfortunate thing, so I don't make make light of it, except to say, Rob Manfred, half of a team has COVID because you decided not to do a bubble. Um, and so here's this 60-game season that is already, I think the, the Yankees have not played at least two games this week. The Phillies, I guess, are stranded in Florida. And the Nats, the players, have said, hey, I don't want to go do this thing that is dangerous, which is potentially getting sick and then knock-on effects from that. I mean... Uh, well, not, a... not only that, but the Nationals' uh, star hitter, Young Phenom, got the virus opening day, and they were just like, oh, I guess we'll just play. Right. That's, yeah. that's the thing that drives me wild, is yes. not, only, not only are teams continuing to play uh, through their teammates getting COVID... But there, there's been some reporting on the the Marlins situation specifically that uh, despite now, I believe at this point, there are 17 confirmed cases on the team. Uh, yes. Their players were allowed, were allowed to make a unilateral decision in a via group text to keep playing, which brings us to where... Uh, I, I think the premise that we're jumping off from today, which is this never should have been allowed to happen. Sports shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to push against there saying Great. sports shouldn't yes. have happened Be, because, because here's the thing. And I don't want to use the, the European soccer example because they had this, this thing called a, 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 a enlightened executive branch that that did things such that they controlled the virus in a way that that has not happened in america i have no idea why i couldn't i couldn't tell you why it couldn't have been because of you know a lack of enlightenment but let's let's not use that example let's go to the basketball examples in the u.s or the end nwsl example and i guess the mls example um because they all have been in bubbles and and basketball hasn't started yet but you know, at least NWSL and WNBA, they are in the bubbles. Whereas this is, you know, as we discussed, the Phillies and Yankees and Nats are traveling, which I think is okay. a huge problem. That, 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 that's all. That's all a fair point. And and theoretically speaking, if you can manage 
a, a bubble set up where you are keeping everyone contained. No one is traveling. You should be able to better handle something like this. But the problem is even the bubbles aren't actually keeping people in. Lou Williams went to a fucking strip club. Like, he left the bubble to go to Magic City and eat wings he, with a well, weird white rapper. He left the bubble rapper. to go to a funeral. Um, okay, fine. Which are both which are both very dangerous and in, in because I, of the and, amount of people you interact with. Uh, but, uh, right, but either way, like, leaving to go to a funeral is dangerous, and he, he should have been quarantined on mm-hmm. the way back from that anyway. But... He took a detour to go to Magic City and eat wings with a weird white rapper. Like, you can't... A, a whole... One of the NWSL teams had to drop out of the reopening tournament because half their team got the virus because they went out. Like, you can't... For whatever reason, you can't... Like, not only can we not trust American leadership to have a response to this pandemic that would have allowed like society to return to sports more generally but we can't trust american athletes they do shit like go to magic city and vote to play even though half their team has a goddamn disease like this is that and that's why that's ultimately why i say sports shouldn't have happened none of the sports should have happened Mm -hmm. basketball shouldn't be restarting this week baseball shouldn't have restarted last week football's not gonna start guys just get that through your skulls now it's not going to happen and college sports is such a ludicrous idea that like you know maybe this is over the top but any university that participates in college athletics this fall their president should be fired immediately it's just it's malpractice it's endangering people on purpose yeah I think that with, with With basketball, the idea is um, with the bubble, the the thing that's nice about it is that if you can actually make it a true bubble, it can work. But it also, if you're relying on a bubble, it only takes, you know, a few bad apples, which is like you can guarantee there are going to be a few bad apples to spread to a team and then spread to the other team that you're playing and so on. It take how many bad apples does it take to spoil the bunch? Do we all remember that old proverb? Uh, does, it, does it take any in this situation? Maybe I'm not understanding. So the idea of a bubble, it sounds like, is you're saying yeah, nobody can leave. Like, you put them all in a hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's still hotel employees making food and cleaning the rooms. There's never going to be a true bubble for this. Right. So that's Te- like, technically, that's uh, that's a really good uh, point. It wouldn't work. It technically takes zero It doesn't bad spoil apples. any bad apples. It spoils... Right, but... It, it, with... All it takes is a fly that flew past the bushel of perfect apples and landed on one. All it takes but is again, some you Americans. Can, you can you can make it so that no one is spending extended periods of time with each other outside of the teams and the teams that the teams are playing. But so that's where I think where it gets to the but, one but, spoil. But that that point is really good, Max. Even when you do that, you're not you're the people that are are working. It, like the NBA bubble is happening at Disney World and the people that are working all of the support staff around that is not in the bubble like they're going to and from their job every day like they're living their lives you know two thirds outside of the bubble so it's it's not it's just it's impossible it would have been impossible to do this and I don't know why no one got that I mean I know why they didn't get it because 
stubbornly decided for whatever reason that we have to have sports and, and sports is gonna fix the national morale problem uh but at, man it's just now you're gonna yank something now you're gonna start something and get people all excited and then yank it away from them and on some level that's probably worse yeah well with with the baseball another thing that i guess came out today though is that nobody on the phillies tested positive so i think that their hope also with baseball was like well it's not going to spread on the baseball field so but the issue is when you have teams deciding like hey half our players have the virus should we play and they say yes like that is an issue Uh, but i don't know that baseball could have anticipated that the players would decide to do that so i think you know max to to your point a little bit it's it's like you know bad apples versus bad protocols Uh, if if we're going to continue the metaphor it's like all right there are no bad apples but the the actual like uh bushel that we hold all the apples in is bad so like because because none of the the fly came in or whatever um just because none of the phillies players tested positive does not mean that it's okay there's still the infrastructure in place is is problematic um so that's really what i was saying sean i I agree with your points which is like sure we probably shouldn't do this but like if you put the infrastructure in place it it should be good but you know, I, Max, your your point makes me think about it. it's the infrastructure, and then that infrastructure is is a part of of a larger thing. It's the larger warehouse. It's it's your nation. It's you know places. Uh, you know, it had they have completed the Premier League season in <clears throat> in uh, the UK, and it, it it worked, and and that's really a fortunate thing. But uh, I mean, it's. By saying bad apples, I think you're right, Max. I think that that is the wrong framing. It is, you know, what are your protocols and are they easy to, to, well, to and, infiltrate? And not to totally change the subject, but it like it, it irks me because you can just tell that it's going to happen on like college campuses are going to open and then kids mm-hmm. are going to have parties and the colleges are going to blame the kids that had the parties for the spread of COVID when it's like, yeah, they probably shouldn't have had a party, but it's a college. Like right. you're the one that decided to open you, your, your college. It's, you it's had, on you. And you're just, you're, you're passing the blame on. And it's the same situation where I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you had to know this was going situation. to happen. And like the, the only, the bubble, the bubble is seeking to minimize essentially the size of the structure that is the NBA. And so, yeah, they, there, there's some dropped balls in terms of, well, we're still staffing this with people who are not like part of the bubble and are not subject to the same requirements. But that's also not the same as, well, the Phillies are going to go get on a flight to Miami. The Phillies, who've been around all of Philadelphia, are going to go get on a plane to Miami and be around the Marlins, who have been around all of Miami. And then they're going to go fly to Arizona. And then they're gonna fly to New York, and then they're gonna fly to Dallas, and and, and baseball so is also like, more international. This was just like it was such an obviously avoidable risk to do this in teams' home stadiums, especially when you had already decided that there weren't going to be fans anyway. Yeah, and it's worth noting, especially with baseball, in just the differences in approaches and how these these circles within circles work 
is that the Blue Jays are playing in Buffalo for all their quote-unquote home games this year because Canada said, no, we're not going to allow international travel into our country from the, the place, the United States of America, that is the hot spot of a very, very <laughs> dangerous virus that is killing you know, 150,000 people in the United States alone mm-hmm. at this point. They just, they recognized that at the end of the day, baseball's not essential. Basketball's not essential. And like, and it's essential, look, if if you work in an MLB stadium, like it's essential mm-hmm. to you. And, and I, I get that. And that's, that is a, a tough situation that honestly I don't have the answer for other than the billionaires that own professional sports franchises should be taking care of their people during this time. Uh, but for, for society writ large, baseball doesn't matter. And you, you have to like, this is supposed to be during an event, like a global pandemic, you have to stop and think what is essential for society and And the, and the sport, these sports leagues are not doing that. And, and, of course, and of course they weren't. No one, I, if we're being honest, nobody really should have expected them to. Uh, just mm-hmm. like no one should be expecting uh, corporations to actually have morals. You know, and that's that's what this is. We're we're expecting. You know, maybe maybe we're wrong to be expecting. Uh, baseball to do something that's going to be beneficial to society the same way that we're wrong to expect uh, that Nike has some, you know, bold stance on racial justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I do want to say something there because you, you hit on it, Sean, and, and there, there's a big discussion of essential workers and I keep, keep driving past signs that says heroes work here and that's really important. I do want to say something when you mention the, uh, the people who work at Stadia and, and the, the hospitality groups and everything else. The other thing is there are essential workers. And then one thing I've realized it's so clear now is work is so essential. These people who are doing the jobs are, are working in the hotels of these NBA players in the bubble. And, and so much pressure is, is put on them. And they're not working in hospitals or anything. But, like, they're working or at the end of this week they are going – if they're unemployed, there's a lot less money available to them. And, and so <laughs> there are essential workers, and there's also this realization that work is very essential. People don't have, like, emergency funds for a pandemic that has now lasted, uh, what is it, five months, four months? I don't – I've lost track of, of time. So there's that essential nature of there is knock-on effects of having somebody who's in concessions or having someone who's working in the front office and is just, a, you know, an executive assistant or something. There's also the other aspect of, and I told Kevin about this, I had kind of a surreal experience where I'm sitting at a, a, a bar waiting on pizza, and there is a bartender talking to me, it's the, the Braves opening day, and the bartender's talking to me like, I know everything about the Braves, and for, I think, a bartender, or really anybody, it is such a filler of time to just talk about baseball, and I, I think that's one thing I'm realizing is the social essentialness for a large contingent of people for baseball because it just fills time in the summer you know this time where i don't really want to go outside right now it's 85 and 100 percent humidity or whatever um and so like finding other things to to do i mean max you live in 
maybe the most feverish baseball town that there is. And I mean, is that something you haven't really been engaging with people in the way you might normally do in the summer, but you know, what fills that void? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have an answer to that because, because you're right. Um, I know all the baseball bars are probably closed. Obviously they should be, um, reading. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what fills the void. Um, I don't have a good answer. Um, watching more television and talking about that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, everybody's out watching alone based off of our very strong recommendation last week. So, uh, you know, anytime anyone wants to send a check, uh, you know, we'll donate a portion, but the rest of it will go to new microphones probably. Uh, But I I think that... uh, I, I think it's I think it's hard. It, it's it's another aspect of like we're changing the way we interact socially. We're having discussions, you know. As I've as I've been moving and, and talking to different people, you 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 go to a table at a restaurant and you're putting on your mask when when the server comes up and they're like, you don't need to do that. And then it spurs these conversations about, oh, this is what they're doing in in Europe, or there's a second wave in Southeast Asia, and that is what you're talking about and it's like talking about the weather except worse because it involves more death than when you talk about the weather so i mean it's very it's it's very strange so in some ways you know we talked about how sports coming back is is silly and and dangerous but you know having those interactions where people can talk about baseball or basketball or hell uh, you know who won the premier league i don't know who won but i'm sure it was some exciting team uh i that's that's that takes away from from the really do me talk yeah Yeah. sean i know you said that football and like football isn't gonna happen and hockey i guess i had to google it it looks like hockey is attempting to happen it's gonna Um, happen it football is gonna start i just i think i think it's foolish for them to start it and it's probably not gonna finish yeah, and and it's worth noting Mark Emeritt, the what is he, the president of the NCAA? Today he he said he was, you know, he's expressing his concern, and he talked about uh, abbreviated schedules and delaying the start of the season. And I'll tell you right now, from the middle of SEC country, uh, they do not want any delays or, or any abbreviated seasons. They are, you know, in the social context, they are looking yeah. forward to that, and I I understand it. I, I disagree but I get this appeal. And that's why we don't let SEC football fans decide anything important. <laughs> Na- NASCAR could probably happen. They don't have to get too NASCAR close is to happening. each other. NASCAR yeah, is so happening. we'll all just... St- that's your answer early- from earlier. We all just got to start watching NASCAR. Yeah, but Max, have you been to a NASCAR event? Like, you're totally no. missing out on half the fun. I mean, 90% of the fun. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Imagine, imagine the Fox Field infield, but with more denim and and just really only Bud Light. That's that's really what it is. And and uh, and RVs. So it's it's you know there's America for you. Those sound pretty sweet. <laughs> so for me with the NBA, I think that I, I guess what I'd be curious about is if it's just the. Like what if what if the NBA just said okay top two teams in each conference best of seven series four teams in a bubble, 
do you think you guys would be okay with that or is it even that like just too much just don't even do it so i think we hit on this before is because they started i think they have to finish and if you and if you do anything different than normal then there's you then you almost have to put an asterisk at least now they're pretending that it's somewhat normal that that is my feeling on it yeah i mean i i would i would stop short of saying because they started they have to finish because you you don't like there's no there's no requirement it's not coded into law like you know we don't default on the not national not football <laughs> we don't default on the national debt if the nba doesn't finish its season but but you know there is there is absolutely a difference between the NBA wrapping up, you know, the home stretch of its regular season and the playoffs uh, and a sport like baseball where they never got to start a season that was supposed to have started already or football, which is, you know, we're, we're barreling towards the the scheduled start of a season without any progress and, and arguably some some decline uh, in, in conditions related to the pandemic. So, like, I I think I guess I would I guess what I would say is I am the most fine with the NBA trying to finish. I kind of don't think anyone should be doing any of this, but like I'll I'll. I'll cut the NBA some slack because they're finishing instead of starting and really were kind of the first on this bubble idea. Yeah, my issue with them is just that, like, why... I mean, it's been beaten into the ground, but even more so now, like, why are the Wizards going there to play eight games? Why are you having... Why are you having more than eight teams in this bubble? There's no need to... I mean, it's really, it's really almost like a preseason that's not actually a preseason, and and to add a little bit of intrigue because they'll have like the weird play-in games. But I, I don't, I, I don't mean, have anything else for it. It's yeah. a series of dumb, slippery slope arguments. Like if you take the top four teams, how can you not take the fifth team? What if they're only one game back? If you can't, you know, and on and on down until, you know, you get to the eight seed, and you're like. Well, what about these teams that were two or, or three games back? Like they could theoretically have made up ground, and if we're if we're going to claim legitimacy for this season, we have we can't just go, you know, we can't just go excluding teams that mathematically could have made the playoffs. Like I, I don't, uh, that I mean, that's the argument. I don't know whether I agree with it. Also, or not, but Ke- that's Kevin, that's why Kevin. Kevin, the one-word answer to to your question is Zion. Zion. Um, and in the NBA, unlike some of the other leagues, certainly baseball Hang is on. a is a star-driven league. It, it's it's two words: Zion money. Zion money. Yeah. Yes, Zion makes a lot of money because I, I saw him in a Gatorade ad. So uh, I, I yes. did not realize he also is getting a Gatorade money, which is which is good money. Yeah, I think the NBA should have just done some really goofy stuff like, oh, let one team pick up Zion for the rest of like each team gets like drafted. No, player, you like, shut your mouth. Teams. You shut your mouth. No, no, just for just for the rest of this year. No. So, so I do want to I do want to give latitude here. Uh, you know, as we as we wrap up for for Max to express what the real um, the real view into baseball that is Red Sox centric is, uh, which is. You know, Max, how do you feel about the Red Sox continuing their season? 
I think you you shared it with us earlier. I think I just expressed that uh, at this rate, it seems like it'd be okay if uh, if the season stopped. <laughs> <laughs> because the Red Sox are maybe at a you know in a bit of a, uh, a thorny position. They don't look great. They don't look great. Also, their manager from last year is no longer their manager this year because of certain things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't but, know what you're talking about. No comment. But another reason I was excited about the baseball season was I was kind of excited for the goofy stats that a 60 game season might like throw into things. So, like a crazy high season average batting or season batting average and and stuff like that. But I'm also wondering like, oh, if a guy goes out and throws a no hitter today and or a perfect game today, and then the season's canceled tomorrow, do they just like throw away the stats? Do those stats still count? You know what? If you're if you're a big stat head, here's here's a thing for you. Um, you can if you're a Sloan conference goer and you're you're crunching those numbers. Uh, I would suggest you you try to figure out ways to be helpful given the economic situation of the United States of America. That might be a better use of your time than figuring out you know how many strikeouts Max Scherzer would have had this year if he had played. <laughs> That's not directed That's at fair. you, Kevin. It's more the people who are like, oh, I'm so upset. You know, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm like a stat head. I'm like a stat head wannabe. I'm not even close. Yeah, to no, you're not. You're not blogging about it. You're not in the Wall Street Journal comment section about how you know, I, you know, George Will isn't George Will anymore. Or something like that. I don't know what they get angry about. Do do we do we want to maybe salt the wound for Max a little bit and talk about yeah. how uh, the Red Sox allegedly couldn't pay Mookie Betts. Uh, yet are are paying Chris Sale more every year for the remainder of his contract than the Dodgers are paying Mookie Betts. <laughs> yes, well, any any time any time you can uh, let uh, the probably the second best player in the entire sport uh, go in order to pay a 31-year-old pitcher with a weird delivery who has had major injury issues. You got to do that. Yeah, but Chris Sale will punch you if you don't do something he wants. Cool. Or wear the uniforms that he likes. <laughs> well, if you're going to do it like the uh, do it like the Nationals, get the title and then and then let Anthony Rendon go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that would have been much smarter. Um uh, Okay, so we seem to have maybe lost Pierce. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll maybe invert things while we uh, while we wait for for his issues to resolve themselves, and and we'll we'll do a big idea from pop culture now, uh, and and close the show with an apology. Um, so last week you recommended a TV show, Max, and and that TV show was Alone. Uh, I've got a different show to recommend which is uh, Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. It's a documentary series uh, that's now, I, I want to say, four seasons deep uh, that just is like all about the history of hip hop as a musical genre, as a cultural movement, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and there's, there's interviews with lots of cool people. They, they focus on all the kind of the different geographic regions. There's interviews with... Uh, Manny Fresh in New Orleans. There's interviews with like E40, uh, DMC from Run DMC. Uh, but I think my favorite moment in all of the episodes that I watched uh, 
is uh, that they they did in in an episode on the Bay Area. Uh, they they talked about the beginnings of what has become uh, a significant kind of institution in hip hop culture, which is uh, a show hosted by the DJ Sway and a segment specifically on that show where up and coming rappers go and do a freestyle to prove that they have talent. And they talked about that with Exhibit. Exhibit, who I'm sure all of you know much more as the host of Pimp My Ride than as a rapper. Um, and in in the interview where they talk to Exhibit about the beginning of this way freestyle, Exhibit's cat jumps up on the table. And that's where you learn that Exhibit has a cat named Thundercat. So... Uh, I I now I realize now that I've spoiled the best moment of hip hop evolution for all of you, so I'm yeah. sorry for that. Uh, you won't be able to experience that moment fresh like I did. Uh, but if you like rap, if you're interested in music history, anything like that, uh, you should you should definitely still check the show out on Netflix. Cool. Cool. Uh, we'll close the show. Uh, as we don't usually do uh, with Pierce's sorry. And what are you apologizing for today? Uh, <clears throat> all. I'm sorry for my internet going out. So what I'm apologizing for this week is actually, uh, it, 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 as has happened a lot recently, is, is I have these you know flashbacks all, um, what is that author that wrote about Madeline's, you know, whatever, the, the, the French guy. Um, so I've had these, as we're discussing things, I, I, I'm thrown back and I remember something from, from previous times. But before we, before we started talking today, we were talking about emails and like Kevin apparently says, hi team, and Max doesn't write emails anymore. <laughs> um, but I address people as all. So, so for, for, you know, I, as I just said, you know, all, I'm apologizing. And I say all in my emails a lot. And I'm realizing that that is very impersonal. Um, it, it feels very cold and, and clammy and, and just not, like, it feels very formal and necessarily so. So I'm going to work on not saying all in my uh, emails instead, instead saying hi team or even just good morning or good afternoon is better than all, which is the cold way to address everybody. So I appreciate you all sharing that with me. Um, and uh, expressing that uh, all is maybe not the best way to, to interact with people. So uh, thank you for that, um, and I apologize for <laughs> saying all in my emails, which is just not personal at all. Yeah, managers just don't understand us engineers down in the <laughs> in the lab doing our work. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even a manager. I'm just a professional uh, email sender. That's really what I am. Wow. That's a that's quite a title. Do you have business cards? Uh, no, because that would be a business expense, and we gotta we gotta winnow those currently. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, that is the close of the show. You can find us on uh, our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to the show on your podcast app and device of choice. 
please, if you do that, leave us a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks, Phil. Thank you.